Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Spend this hour with us learning how you can protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of an extended health care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting long-term care planning options available. As a certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott will help you make sense of your options. Now here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott. And welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio. This is Brian Ott. You know, I'm in this studio uh, in my office here. We built a studio and we're putting this show together. And um, believe it or not, we passed our six-year mark on the radio out in Seattle in July of this year. Um, so that's hard for me to believe that we've been on there. We actually used to do this show live every weekend until COVID hit. And then we couldn't get access to the studios. And so we ended up just coming in and building a studio in our office. And we pre-record this show now to run out on the weekend. But we still do a new show every week. And we also have our podcasts. Our podcasts are all over the, the states right now. And we have clients all over the United States because of that. But this week, I've got some just exciting news for me. I am pleased to welcome some new listeners in my home state of Colorado. Um, This weekend marks the start of long-term care radio on three new stations in Colorado, including two in Denver, KOA and KHOW, and then up north, my old stomping grounds, KCOL, serving Fort Collins, Colorado, Greeley, Northern Colorado. So we are very excited. We will be um, on the radio every weekend out there now, including our Seattle market as well. And then the podcast, of course, is always uploaded to iTunes and through our website so you can get that. But um, so a shout out to everybody in Colorado. Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio. This is a weekly program where we discuss topics related to long-term care planning. And our goal is really to educate you about what long-term care is but also to educate you on the different types of plans available to help you mitigate the consequences of ending up in a long-term care situation. Now, you might be asking yourself, why should you care? Well, I will just tell you, this is the biggest risk we all face to the quality of our life and our family's life during our retirement years. I mean, without question. Statistics bear out that nearly three out of four of us will end up in a long-term care situation before we pass away. Now, I'm not a big promoter of statistics. You're going to find this information everywhere. The uh, Department of Human and Health Services says 7 out of 10, 70% of us at age 65 will most likely end up in a long-term care situation before we pass away. But regardless whether that's 30%, 99%, 50%, what that statistic simply tells us is that the odds are stacked against us. And what we have to understand about a long-term care situation is the consequences that come with it. Most of the people in this country today receiving long-term care services, and when I say most, I'm talking two out of three, rely on family members. Spouses and children by far make up the majority of the family members that are caregivers, but you're also starting to see siblings, nieces, nephews, even friends participate in that caregiving role because people just are not prepared for that. And being a caregiver comes at a huge price, physically, emotionally, financially. These are the consequences of an extended healthcare situation that often become the burden of the very people that we care the most about. So let's just spend a a second on here because you're going to find listening to long-term care radio that I am very adamant about the fact that long-term care is really about protecting the people you care about. So if you take a caregiver, let's let's just talk about caregivers for a second here. There are really two distinct types of caregivers. The first is a formal caregiver. This is someone who is often licensed or works for a licensed agency or facility. Formal caregivers often specialize um, in, in particular areas, maybe cognitive impairment or physical rehab. So they will have specialized training in medication management, cognitive impairments, occupational and physical therapy. Formal caregivers are hired professionals with the skills and the training to manage and support your particular care situation. So if you have that that home health care agency coming in, those people are usually licensed and trained. If you move to an assisted living facility, again, those people are going to be licensed. If you end up in a nursing home where you need skilled nursing care, well, of course, you've got licensed, skilled nurses helping you and taking care of you. So that is the formal caregiver. Now, the second type of caregiver out there is what we call informal. 
an informal caregiver, informal just usually means family members. I'm going to be blunt with you. It's just usually just a code name for family members. Usually it's a family member. Sometimes it can be a friend, but informal caregivers are rarely paid. They can be paid. You know, maybe someone's given them a little bit of money under the table, but as a general rule, they are not paid. They lack any formal training for the services they provide. They generally step into that role. Maybe if it's one of the two kids, it's because that kid is closer. It's not because they really have any better skill set on on what their parents need. Um, and their services, you know, for these informal caregivers come at a great cost. Physically, many become chronically ill themselves due to the ongoing physical demands. This stereotypically used to be the wife, you know, taking care of the husband after he had a stroke and then becoming chronically ill herself from all the heavy lifting and the 24-7 care that she would provide. But now we're starting to see those roles kind of flip a little bit because about two out of three of the Alzheimer's cases in this country are women. So we're starting to see a lot more husbands having to step in to be that caregiver for their wife. Emotionally, this is another cost that these caregivers pay. Informal caregivers suffer much higher rates of depression, anxiety, um, and many of the time they give up the time with their family and their friends in the process of being a caregiver therefore losing that social interaction that they need. And I will just tell you right now, being a caregiver just absolutely ruins your spontaneity. I mean, if you are taking care of mom or your loved one and you got them down and you know they're going to nap from two to three and that gives you a chance to run to the store and get a few groceries and maybe pick up their medication, whatever it is, and then you run into an old friend at the store that hasn't seen you, hey, you haven't been to the book club in four years, what's going on? Love to catch up. You want to get a cup of coffee? Oh, I can't really do that right now. I got to get back to the house. So again, that's one of the big things for being a caregiver for family members. It just ruins your spontaneity. It takes away that freedom for you to go out and do the things that you want to do. And then last consequence I want to talk about being an informal caregiver is financial. A lot of times they are not paying for the care themselves, but they're paying financially in other ways by working less hours, retiring early, or even quitting their jobs altogether to step into that role of a caregiver. So understand that the formal caregivers are somebody that we're going to hire. Informal caregivers are family members, and two out of three people in this country today are relying on family members to provide their care or at least part of their care. So the real reason that most of my clients have taken the step to put a long-term care plan in place and learn about this is really to protect the people they care about most. That's what a long-term care plan really does. It makes sure that your loved ones are protected from the burden on providing your care by making sure it's funded and managed in a time of need. Now, I'm going to turn you guys on to a little secret that I know. And um, my company, 525 Advisors, has literally helped thousands of clients over the years. And not one of them, not one of my clients need long-term care insurance. And the truth is, not one of you listening to me today need long-term care insurance. Now, that may sound like heresy from someone whose whole business is built around helping clients put long-term care plans in place, but it's not. Let me explain what I mean here by this. The reason why I say people don't need long-term care insurance is, is let's just break this down. The, the poor people don't need long-term care insurance. And what I mean by poor, again, it's all relative. But if you have your you know, Social Security and maybe a small pension and, and not really a nest egg at all, I mean, half of Americans have less than about 40, 44%. So close to half of Americans have less than $5,000 of liquid assets when they go into retirement. These are the people living off Social Security or their pension, whatever the income they have. So they have their income, but they don't really have any other liquid assets. Well, those people are going to go straight to Medicaid. Medicaid is the safety net program. So the poor technically don't need long-term care insurance. The rich, well, we're at the other end of the yardstick now, right? The wealthy people, they got all the money in the world. They don't need to worry about long-term care insurance because they can just pay for whatever care they need. Now, here's where I'm going to argue with the insurance industry. The middle class don't need long-term care insurance either. This is where I think the insurance world has totally missed the boat. They've been marketing their product as a need basis, putting out all these statistics, three out of four people end up in long-term care, the average claim is four years, blah, 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 blah. And it's almost, to me, it's like scare tactic marketing. And I'm going to tell you right here, right now, the middle class, I don't know what that number is, but you are, you're, you're, you're between wealthy and poor, right? So you're middle class. You do not need long-term care insurance either. Because here's the truth. What's going to happen if you end up in a long-term care event or your loved one does? It's like you will pay for the care. You will blow through your assets, but you're not going to end out on the street. Once you blow through your assets, you fall into that poor category. 
Now you're going to qualify for Medicaid. You're going to become a ward of the state. It may not be what you want, but you don't need long-term care insurance. You just have to be willing to accept the consequences if you don't have it. And so that's really the, 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 the whole basis of around long-term care radio is that most of my clients want long-term care. They want long-term care insurance because they find out about the value that it offers, what it brings, and especially with these new programs that we have available today that we're going to learn a little bit about that pay you back whether you use them or not. So as we go through long-term care radio, you're going to hear me talk about a lot of stuff. But understand, this isn't something you need, but this is something you might decide that you want because of the benefits and the value that it's going to do and the protection that it's going to bring to you and your family. Let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, I want to introduce you to some of the new plans out there, the asset-based plans, tell you how they work, why they pay you back, why you might want to learn about them. We'll be right back. Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. As we age, we can't always plan on good health, but you can plan long-term care coverage to give peace of mind to you and your family. A smart and informative way to learn about long-term care and have your questions answered is to join Brian Ott from 525 Advisors for a free long-term care planning live webinar Wednesday, October 20th at 4 p.m. 525 Advisors will explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. You'll learn so much. Then, when you're ready, 525 Advisors will design a custom plan with you, plans that even have lifetime benefits that pay you back if you never use it. Read the reviews. People love working with 525 Advisors. So get the great peace of mind long-term care coverage can give your family. Sign up now for the free live webinar Wednesday, October 20th at 4 p.m. Go to 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. The fact is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start with 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com. And welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio. You know, you just heard an ad for an upcoming webinar on the 20th. Um, That's going to be at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Mountain Time. For those of you that are new to Long-Term Care Radio, you're going to notice that we are not asking you to call us to get a quote. Um, That is not what we do. Instead, we're going to invite you to join us for one of our upcoming webinars. Again, we believe that we need to start with education, and this is one of the best ways that we have found for our listeners to learn about, you know, the basics, what long-term care is, what it pays for, what is the role of Medicare, Medicaid, what is the different types of plans that are available out there. Um, We go over some of the examples for for traditional plans and asset-based plans. We discuss how long-term care insurance stacks up against self-insuring and Medicaid planning and a lot more. And the best part about these webinars is at the end, I get to answer your questions. Now, this was modeled after our live classes, and we were, you know, we were just like everybody else. Uh, uh, March of last year, we were hit right across the head with COVID, and we said we can't do these live classes anymore, and so we ended up moving that format to a webinar, and it's actually worked out really well. You don't have to travel. Our software is super easy to use, meaning you can just sign up on our website at 525longtermcare.com. We're going to send you a link, and on webinar time, you just click on that link, and you just watch it in your browser. You don't have to 
download software. It's, it's what they call an, execu- an executable, excuse me. So we don't have any executables at all. You just get to click on and you can watch it on your smart pad, your phone, your, your, your smart television. It doesn't matter. And if you have keyboard access, you can type in your questions and we're going to get those and answer those questions at the end. So again, that is on Wednesday the 20th. So look for that at our website at 525longtermcare.com. And by the way, we put a book together, a guide to long-term care planning uh, options, and it's a very popular book, but we do not sell that book. It is a gift to people that take the time to join us for one of our classes. It's going to be full of all the things we talk about. It's got a glossary. It's got examples. We can send that out to you in a PDF format. We can even put a stamp on an envelope and send you the hard copy version of it. But again, you guys are entitled to that when you come to a class. We don't send those out as a marketing piece. We send those out as an education piece for those people that are in the process of learning about long-term care. So you will get that as well, too. So back to long-term care radio. I want to discuss the difference in some of the long-term care insurance programs that are available today. And when I talk about long-term care insurance, I want you to think about a big bucket of money, uh, just a big bucket of money sitting on your table that is cash. And the reason why it's cash is because it's tax-free. And that's essentially what we do when we set up a long-term care insurance plan. We are not letting an insurance company dictate what they're going to pay for, like health insurance. Like, oh, you got to get three x-rays before we're going to pay for an MRI type of thing. Long-term care insurance gives you a monthly benefit that you chose. So you're designing that bucket of money, how much money is in that bucket, and how much money you can take out every month to pay for your care. Now, along with that bucket of money, you get some other benefits. You also get those future dollars are coming back to you tax-free, but you also get access to a team of professionals. The care coordination, the case management, the claim support, even concierge-level claim support. Like my policy, they actually assign somebody to me and my family if we file a claim, and just think of them as your travel guide. They're going to be there to help you and your family manage your journey through an extended healthcare situation. Now, think about that. I mean, the, the, the way I, I, I explain that to people is when your house burns down, the, the insurance company doesn't just show up with a sack full of money and drop it off on your porch. I mean, if they did that, you would be in big trouble unless you happen to be a contractor for a living. Most of us aren't contractors. So the same idea with long-term care insurance is it gets very complicated. You're still working with Medicare. You still have all these different things going on. And so they're going to bring in this team of professionals to help you. And some companies do it better than others, and some companies don't offer that service. And so we educate our clients on that. But that's what I want you to picture when I say long-term care insurance is you're getting this bucket of money, and you're getting access to a team of professionals. Now, for most people, when they think about long-term care insurance, they think about payments. Um, I call it the dreaded boat payment without the boat. I'm, I'm stroking that check every month or every year. We all do it for our car insurance, our homeowner's insurance, our health insurance. It's just on and on and on. Now, that is the way our traditional long-term care plans work. And when I say traditional, these are the plans that came out in the 1970s. They're still relevant today. But as a general rule, they are just pure risk long-term care insurance, meaning that if you go on claim, they're going to pay you that benefit. But if you don't go on claim, it's just like your homeowner's insurance. They're not going to give you any money back. And that's why a lot of people, believe it or not, survey after survey, why don't you get long-term care insurance? A lot of people say, well, I don't want to pay for something I'm not going to use. Because even though statistically, you know, 70% of us are going to end up in a long-term care situation, you know, you're flipping a coin to be in a long-term care situation over a year, you know, 52 to 54%, depending on who's reporting those statistics, are going to end up over a year. But the bottom line is nobody thinks it's going to happen to us. And so therefore, why would I pay for this premium year after year after year after year if I'm not going to use it? That is what we call use it or lose it. So that has always been kind of what has plagued the traditional plans. The other thing that has plagued these traditional long-term care insurance plans is that the premiums are not guaranteed level. (laughs) Excuse me. So you might start out at, you know, $3,000 a year, and then it's going to creep up to $3,500 and then $4,200 and on and on. And that's what people are really worried about. So the traditional base plans are still relevant today, but by far the vast majority of money that are going into these new long-term care insurance plans they're called asset-based plans. By far, that is about 75 85% of the money that's going into long-term care insurance today are going into these new plans. The IRS calls them a linked benefit, meaning we are linking long-term care insurance with another benefit. 
I call them uh, asset-based plans, but you're also going to hear them called hybrid plans. And a lot of people, um, I think they have it wrong. They'll say it's life insurance with some long-term care. That's not true. Those are available. There is life insurance out there with chronic illness riders, but that's not long-term care insurance. Long-term care insurance works under a 7702 rider. It's an extension of death benefit. So meaning you might have a $100,000 death benefit, but if you need a long-term care, you might have $300,000 of long-term care. So that's the difference on a true long-term care. The reason why we have these new plans and the reason why there's so many carriers offering them today is because of the Pension Protection Act. Now, technically, long-term care plans, the asset-based plans, some version of them has been around for over 30 years now. I think 1989 was about the first year that we started seeing them. And there's two carriers that are out there still today that have some version that's been about 30 years old. The problem was there were some tax consequences in these types of plan. So the Pension Protection Act was signed by President Bush in 2006, went into effect in 2010. Inside the Pension Protection Act was a little clause in there about long-term care insurance contracts. And basically what it did is it removed some of the tax burden inside these contracts and it gave us new ways to fund these plans and new tax advantages for setting up these plans. And so that's why we've seen a lot of carriers bring out these different versions. And now we have, you know, just really, um, you know, quite a few um, asset-based types of long-term care plans out there. And when I say asset-based plans, I want you to think about, you know, three key things that really make these asset-based plans work so well. And it's what we call win, lose, or draw. Number one, meaning that if I get this plan and I win, I live a nice long life and I never end up in a long-term care situation, my money wasn't wasted. That money's going to go back to my estate. And in many cases, depending on when you set it up and what type of plan, you will get more money paid back to the estate than you actually put in. And that money will, will, can go back tax-free depending on how the plan is set up. That, so that's, that's winning, right? We, we live a nice long life. We go out, play our last round of golf, have a dinner with the family, and then we go to bed and we never wake up. We just have one bad night. That's what everybody hopes for. However, most of us are going to end up in a long-term care situation. So now we have the policy. What we got it for was that it's going to give us this ongoing monthly benefit. My particular plan that I have gives me and my wife a lifetime benefit of long-term care insurance. So that means we will never run out of long-term care insurance once we trigger a claim. That's what I got it for, that maximum leverage. And that money is going to come to us tax-free. So that's if we lose, right? We end up on long-term care. But what if we draw? What if for some reason our life changes, we get divorced, our business closes, we need to help out an adult child, we need that money back these plans are going to have some kind of value in them regardless of what happens. And depending who you're with and how you set up your plan, some of these plans will give you 100% of your money back right away. Some of these plans will actually grow in value over time. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. But I'm going to be very honest with you. The the vast majority of these plans, less than 2% of these plans will ever cancel. Because if you cancel your plan, you lose the the, the long-term care protection. And that's what we set it up there for in the first place. It's not an investment. It's an insurance plan. But that's really what these long-term care insurance plans do, these new asset-based plans. And I think when we contrast that to, you know, there's so many variations out there, but when we contrast it to a traditional plan, the problem we have with traditional plan, like I had a traditional plan that I took out in my 40s, you just got to keep paying on that. And there's no stopgap. Where in asset-based, we can fund those in a lot of different ways. And in fact, last week on my show, if you missed it or you're new, You can go back to our podcast at our website and get that podcast, but I talked about some of the different funding options. And on asset-based plans, we have single lump sum. We have five pay. We have 10 pay. We have 20 pay. That just means five guaranteed level payments. Those are annual payments or 10 guaranteed level payments, and then the policy is fully paid up. So we have a finite amount of money going into those asset-based plans. And if you are paying over time, those payments are guaranteed level. And B, you know what you're getting back regardless of what happens. All of those numbers, those figures inside these policies are what we call contractual. So those are asset-based long-term care plans. So um, in fact, I've got a client of the week at the bottom of the hour. So we're going to take a quick break for the news and stick around. When we come back, I'm going to introduce you to Lawrence and Cindy, our client of the week, and show you how we set up an asset-based plan for them. We'll be right back. Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. 
Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. And welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio, and thanks again for uh, tuning in. And again, a shout-out to all our new listeners out in Colorado. We are excited to be out there. Um, as the people in Seattle know, they've heard my stories. I grew up in Colorado. Uh, my parents and my, my family, we've got a long heritage um, in Creed, Colorado, a little town down in the San Juans. My grandmother graduated high school in Creed. Both my mom and dad graduated high school in Creed. And um, after they joined the service, they moved out to, um, they came back from the service and they moved down to Monta Vista in the San Luis Valley, which is where I graduated. And then I went up to Fort Collins to go to college at CSU. So I have been all over the state. I still have family and friends. We actually have uh, several business colleagues that are in Denver. So we're in Colorado quite a bit. So we are excited to be out there. And for those of you new, um, at the bottom of the hour on Long-Term Care Radio, we bring you a client of the week. And this is really a an example of how we designed a plan for a client of ours. And the idea here is just don't try to write the numbers down and, and pencil all this stuff out because it's, it's overwhelming on the radio. What I want you to do is just kind of listen and understand that there's a lot of different ways and different options and different reasons why we design a plan a particular way. And this week, I have Lawrence, who is 64. His wife, Cindy, is 62. They are recently retired, just sold a home to downsize and move closer to their kids. They have two adult children, and they have two young grandchildren, as in three and one. So just uh, you know, a couple of grandkids full of energy, which they are pretty excited about. They purchased a new home that they felt they could easily age in. It's a, it's a single-level home. It doesn't have a big yard. It doesn't have a lot of work to do. And so... They're pretty focused on staying close to family, staying in that home, and just aging in place. That's what they would like to do. The reason why they came to see us is they had some concerns. Um, Lawrence's biggest concern by far was his older brother had a stroke four years ago. He was doing okay with the family help, and then he just recently had another stroke, and now he's in horrible shape. And he's just watching this firsthand, the stress it's putting on the family. His sister-in-law can't take care of it. The kids can't take care of it. Um, they're looking at possibly having to move his brother into an assisted living or an adult family home because they just are not able to manage him at home right now. His needs have just they have grown so much after the second stroke. So he is very, very concerned about this. He saw it and he's like, gosh, you know, I, I, I do not want that to happen to us. Um, and he also feels a little bit helpless, you know, because he's just watching this unfold over the last few years. And he said, you know, I really feel helpless. There's just not a whole lot we can do. Everybody's trying to pitch in, watching the kids, but they are just blowing through money right and left. And he says, this is a, it's a real issue. Cindy, on the other hand, is she's very concerned as well because she says, look, I'm in a situation right now where I don't have the ability to help Lawrence. Cindy is a very small statured woman. Lawrence is a much bigger guy. She goes, I could not lift him and get him out of bed and get him to the bathroom if something like this happened to him. She goes, we would need immediate help. I do not want my kids to fall into that role of being a caregiver or trying to juggle their lives to help us out, which I know they would. And she said that's what she was really worried about. And, you know, she was also worried about them spending their savings down and and leaving the other one broke. And that's very common. You know, that's what happens in long-term care situations. You know, (laughs) excuse me, the husband has a stroke, lives for another 10 years. They blow down most of the assets. And then the wife lives another 10 years at a much lower quality of life because they used most of their assets. So that was a concern for her as well, too. What we found out about them during our conversation Cindy is a retired teacher, so she's going to have pension and Social Security. So she'll have a lifetime pension. So, you know, it's a smaller pension, but it's still going to be, you know, good steady income between that and her Social Security. Lawrence doesn't have a pension, but he has good retirement accounts built up. And he has not started accessing those, and they're thinking that they, you know, they probably can hold off until, you know, maybe closer to required minimum distribution age, which is now 72. Um, He will get Social Security as well, too. They own their new home free and clear. And they have a nice chunk of money in their savings account because they just sold a home. And when they downsized, they were able to stack some of this cash and put it in the bank. This is what we call equity harvesting. It's very popular. 
people moving out of California, moving to places like Colorado and Idaho and Arizona, and they're buying a home for that's a lot less expensive, and they're able to buy that home free and clear and put some of that money basically back in the bank. Now, um, Lawrence figured that they were going to have to self-insure. That's really what he was, and he was worried about this. After he saw his brother stroke and stuff, he just was really worried about this, and then they stumbled across long-term care radio. They started educating themselves. They came to one of our classes, and they learned about some of these new programs that are out there and that they may qualify. Lawrence also felt that he was too old at 64 because a lot of people say, oh, you got to get long-term care insurance by your time you're 50. That's just not true. The vast majority of our clients are in their 60s, even in their 70s. It's really your health that determines your eligibility. And both Cindy and Lawrence were actually still in very good shape right now. They didn't have any ongoing problems. You know, basic blood pressure, things like that, but nothing that would prevent them from getting long-term care insurance. Now, they had looked at traditional long-term care insurance years ago. They admitted that they had a group offering through the school district. And they didn't really understand it. And quite frankly, you know, Lawrence said they just they didn't want to commit to the ongoing payments because they just were going to have to pay into that plan forever. So they just never really pulled the trigger and honestly didn't look that deep into it. Um, They recently sold the home that they raised their kids in. And so now that they were hoping that they would be able to take some of that money that they sold their home for and pass that on to the next generation. That's kind of what they're hoping for. So when we start talking about what do you want to play out for your legacy for all this money that you've worked hard for they said well we would like to be able to help our kids maybe our grandkids you know spend time with them and maybe pay for college whatever we would like to contribute so that was kind of their overview on where they were in life and what their thought process was on retirement so we sat down to design a plan for them and you know, first off, again, they came to us because they heard about these new asset-based plans. That's really what caught their attention, the idea that they would be able to get the money paid back to the estate if they never used it. Now, remember, Lawrence had mentioned that he always thought he would have to self-insure. So I just asked Lawrence point blank. I said, okay, let's just assume that you cannot get long-term care insurance and something happens to you like it did your brother. What would be the first source of money that you would use to pay for your care? And he said, well, I, I imagine it would be our savings. We have, you know, savings and CDs and money market accounts. And, and, and we have more of that in there now because of the sell of the home. And we just figured we would leave that. I said, okay, what is your second source of money? Let's say we blow through all that savings. And he's like, well, I guess it would be my IRA. I guess that would be what we'd have to go through. So I would just get in him thinking about, okay, if I'm going to self-insure, like so many people think they are, and a lot of people want to self-insure, they say, oh, I have the money. I'm, I always say, okay, what's the first bucket of money. What did you set aside to self-insure? And most people, quite frankly, never honestly set aside a money. They just think they have enough. But I do get people every once in a while that say, I have this amount of money over here that we're setting aside, that that's going to be kind of our rainy day fund, long-term care fund. So Lawrence was kind of in there. He had the money in cash and savings and CDs. I asked him, are you going to put this money into the market? Are you going to buy real estate? Are you going to do anything else with it? He said, no. This is money we do not want to put any more in the market. We have our IRAs. This is just going to be money that we're going to keep liquid in savings, and it's going to be a true rainy day bucket of money for us. So I said, okay, let's take a look at this. And so what we did is we worked backwards. And what I mean by that is when I'm designing a long-term care plan, you remember that bucket of money on the table. You can just, number one, how much money do I want in that bucket of money? Number two, how much do I want to take out per month? So a lot of people will say, well, I want $5,000 a month. And so that's $60,000 a year. And how long do you want it to pay coverage for? Well, I want four years. So you would have a bucket of $240,000 and you would have $5,000 a month that you could take out. That's the way a lot of people would design a plan. But we can also go back the other way, especially on these asset-based plans. How much money am I willing to put into my plan? What kind of benefit am I going to get? And so that's really what we are doing. Since Lawrence and Cindy were pretty flush with cash right now, I said, tell me how much money you guys can come up with today comfortably that you could reposition into a long-term care plan without any problems. Now, some of their money was in CDs and it had you know surrender fees and stuff. So I said, leave that out. Let's just look at money market cash, money that you can access right now. Tell me what that number is. And so that's what we did. We worked backwards from that number and, you know, they were pretty surprised because I said, how about we're just going to take a portion of your liquid assets. I don't need all that money that you have. I said, let's just take a small portion, but what are you comfortable with? Lawrence and Cindy came back with a figure of $268,000. That's how much money they had readily available right now. 
They wouldn't have to pay any penalties on it. They wouldn't have to pay any fees. Getting the money out of CDs, they had that money readily available. I said, okay, let's take a look at $268,000 and let's see what that does. So here's what we did. We took $268,000, we deposited it with the insurance company. This is what it provides them. It gives Lawrence and Cindy each $8,363 a month, tax-free for long-term care insurance for an unlimited benefit. This is over $100,000 a year per head, per person. So if Lawrence and Cindy are both on claim, understand this, they're getting $200,000 a year tax-free out of their long-term care insurance plan, and they will never run out of money. Their bucket is bottomless. This is an unlimited policy. This is what I have for myself. Unlimited policy covers both people. So it's not a split monthly benefit. They don't each get $4,000. They each get $8,300 should they need long-term care. Now, what if they don't use it? Remember, the best part about these asset-based plans is they pay the estate back if you don't use them. In this case, they've got a guaranteed return of $278,000. That is structured as a second-to-die death benefit, and that just simply says if you use no insurance, two hundred seventy-eight is paid back tax-free to the estate. If you use just a portion, let's say you went on claim for you know just a few months and you use seventy eight thousand dollars, well they're going to take two seventy eight minus seventy eight. They're still going to pay two hundred thousand dollars back to the estate. So what you have to understand here is when I say there's a guaranteed return, that means in either long term care benefit or in tax free death benefit or a combination of both. But the reason why they got it because if they use more than two seventy eight, they're going to use up the death benefit. That's fine. They each have $100,000 a year tax-free coming in unlimited for life. One person cannot take away benefit from the other person. They can both pull out $100,000 a year for 20 years. It's not going to matter. That's the insurance. That's the leverage. That's why they got the plan. Now, we look at the other benefits of this program. You take that monthly benefit and you multiply it times two. So roughly about $16,700 is a benefit for caregiver training. So Lawrence is thinking his brother, he's watching what his family's going through. And I'm saying, yeah, this would pay for family members to get trained to be, you know, medication management or take a class on Alzheimer's or whatever it is. You don't have to use that, but they're going to offer that to you. They're also going to offer you $16,700 for medical equipment and home improvement. So imagine you need a stair lift or a wheelchair ramp, or you need to pull some carpet up because you're using a walker. You need an intravenous pump. You need an adjustable bed. It doesn't matter. You can spend $16,700 out of your policy. You're still going to get your $8,300 a month. This policy has international coverage. It will work in all 50 states. It will work in Canada. And they'll give you half of your monthly benefit, so about $4,200 roughly, overseas in other countries for the first $278,000 of the benefit. You have to get back into the United States or Canada to use the full lifetime benefit. But the point is, if you're traveling and you got in a horrible train wreck and they had to stabilize you for six months before they could get you home, you would have some coverage. It also has the concierge claim support. Folks, this is this is the moneymaker on these policies. This company actually assigns somebody to you and your family. Think of them as the travel guide. They're going to work with your doctor to get your plan of care. They're going to work with the case managers, the care coordination. They're going to have claim support every single month, so they're going to be dealing with the billing and the Medicaid so you guys don't have to do any of the paperwork at all. All you do at the end of the year is you get your 1099 LTC that says how much the company paid you. That's it. You don't have to claim that money as income. You don't have to keep receipts. You don't have to do anything. That's all passed on to the company. So that's just a service that this company offers. So think about what they did here. This is the easiest way for me to to, to explain what we're doing here. We're taking $268,000, money that they were setting aside to self-insure anyway, And what we're going to do instead of leaving it with the bank is we're going to deposit it with the insurance company. And the reason why we're going to do that is the insurance company is going to give us all of that money back. They're actually going to give us 278 back, so an extra 10,000. And that's just because of their age. If they were older, they would put more money in for the same benefit. If they were younger, they would put less money in for the same benefit. But based on their age, that's why the guarantee is a little return is a little bit higher. So they're going to get 278 back. They're putting 268 in. They're not going to lose any money on this, but... Should they need long-term care, they have $100,000 a year each for the rest of their lives, and they have the top-notch concierge claim support so that their kids don't have to try to figure out how to manage their care needs. They're going to have a team of professionals to do that. 
And that's what we're doing. We're taking money today. We're sticking it in the backyard in a coffee can. If you don't use it, guess what? Your kids get that coffee can. They get to dig it up. Your money's still there. But should you need long-term care, that coffee can is going to be the golden goose. It's going to spit out $100,000 a year tax-free. And I will tell you, $100,000 a year tax-free for each of them for life. That's the power of it. Here's what Lawrence was really, you know, I'll tell you, he was pretty emotional when he got this policy delivered because he started thinking about his brother and he started thinking about what a difference something like this would have made. And he had already pointed out, he goes, I'm telling you right now, my brother has already spent more money than we put into this plan right now. They have just blown through that money and it's not coming back. And I said, that's exactly right. So that's what these new asset-based plans do. And again, don't get hooked up on the numbers. We're going to design a plan for you. But again, win, lose, or draw, these people are covered now. They have a wonderful plan, and they've got the protection and the relief to know that their family's not going to have to go through something like Lawrence watched his brother go through. Hey, we're going to take our final break real quick, and when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about uh, some of the – I want to give you an update on the Washington State CARES Act. And uh, those of you in Colorado, you need to know about this too because it's probably coming your way. So stick around. We'll be right back. New asset-based programs protect your savings and your family, and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com. As we age, we can't always plan on good health, but you can plan long-term care coverage to give peace of mind to you and your family. A smart and informative way to learn about long-term care and have your questions answered is to join Brian Ott from 525 Advisors for a free long-term care planning live webinar Wednesday, October 20th at 4 p.m. 525 Advisors will explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. You'll learn so much. Then, when you're ready, 525 Advisors will design a custom plan with you, plans that even have lifetime benefits that pay you back if you never use it. Read the reviews. People love working with 525 Advisors. So get the great peace of mind long-term care coverage can give your family. Sign up now for the free live webinar Wednesday, October 20th at 4 p.m. Go to 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Do you know that 7 out of 10 people past the age of 65 need at some point some sort of long-term care? That's 70%. Now, many of us think it could never happen to us or somebody else is going to be there to take care of us, but the facts are clear. Most of us will need to pay for help in the future. And not only is that help expensive, but it puts a burden on family members as well. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, start today with 525 Advisors. Recent changes to the Pension Protection Act have made new programs more advantageous than ever. How would you like to get your premiums back if you never use your long-term care insurance? Well, you can. How would you like to leverage some of your savings for increased coverage using tax-free dollars? Now you can. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. Protect yourself and your family members from the high cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors. And welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio. And thanks again for tuning in to the show and listening on the podcast. We appreciate it. Um, I want to give you guys an update here. And again, we have a class coming October 20th. That's Wednesday the 20th. It's going to be 3 o'clock Pacific time, 4 o'clock Mountain time. And again, sign up at 525longtermcare.com. You just click right there on attend an event. If you're on your mobile phone, you're going to see it right there. When you go into our website, boom, just hit attend an event. And by the way, we are not going to spam you. We're not going to send you a bunch of email. We don't do that. It's just simply you're going to get registered and then you will get a link that allows you to log into that class when we get it started, and it is a live class. So again, 525longtermcare.com is where we, you would sign up for that. Um, so those people out here in Washington State, most people know. For people in Colorado, you probably don't know. For people in the rest of the country listening on the podcast, you might not be aware. But 
Washington State took the unprecedented step of passing the first ever taxpayer-funded long-term care plan for its residents. Um, This has sent shockwaves through the long-term care insurance industry, um, employers, and employees alike. Simply put, this is a new payroll tax. It is going to be collected on workers' wages in the state of Washington, and the money is going to fund a trust fund to pay for long-term care services in the future for its residents. Hey, but there is a catch. And in fact, there are several problems with this new law. I mean, they they just kind of slapped it together and shoved it through. Number one, you have to pay into this plan for 10 years to be vested. And you have to do that five years without interruption. So that means you have to pay in for 10 years before you can qualify to make a claim. Think of all the people that are, you know, 60, 58, are not going to work 10 years. They're just out. They're going to pay this tax, and they're not going to get anything out of this. Um, you have to reside in the state of Washington to get the benefits. So you could live here for 30 years, work your whole life, retire, move to Colorado or Arizona, and they're not going to give you any of the benefit. Tough. Um, non-working spouses are not covered. All your wages, including bonus, stock options, and commissions, will be taxed. It is not limited like Social Security. It's going to be on all your wages, bonuses, stock options, everything. Regardless of how much you make and regardless of how much tax you pay, the benefit is going to be the same for everybody. If you qualify, it's $100 a day for a maximum of $36,500. Now, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, that doesn't even qualify as long-term care insurance. A carrier cannot even sell a policy and call it long-term care insurance that is that small. You have to have at least two years of coverage for long-term care. This is considered a short-term policy. And quite frankly, the way they designed it, they designed it based on Medicaid reimbursement. So it's not even true long-term care coverage. They are not going to reimburse you for actual charges. They're going to reimburse you for up to $100 a day based on what Medicaid would pay for any particular service. So now, the only way you can get out of paying this tax forever is if you're self-employed, you're a federal employee, or you have your own private long-term care insurance in place by November 1st. So that's the first of next month. We've got 30 days left. And I'm just going to tell most people out there, they are just, they're, they're running out of time. But that's it. You have to get that policy in place by November 1st. You can't come in next year and get a policy and then opt out of the tax. If you don't have a policy in place by November 1st, you will be stuck in this tax, and that's it. But this is a huge but. Once you opt out, you can cancel your private plan with zero consequences. So think about this. This is why the carriers have just left. They exited the state of Washington. Almost all the carriers are out right now. They are not offering plans in Washington State anymore. Because so many people were saying, well, what's my cheapest plan I can get? I'll pay the you know $40 a month for this $50 a day benefit for two years, no inflation. Well, I'm just going to cancel it. As soon as I opt out, I can cancel. Well, guess what? The insurance company just spent $600, $800, $1,000 underwriting you, getting medical records, paying for the phone interview, doing all that stuff they have to do to get this contract in place. And then you turn around and cancel. So they just said, no, we're not going to do this. So this has caused just, um, just, just a mess out in Washington State. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I'll tell you what. Right now, the other states out there are looking at the same plan. They are looking at this. They are getting ready to act. Insurance companies are also watching what's going on. And they're probably just going to pull out of other states as well, too, if they give them a window to opt out. Like Washington said, they passed this bill in May. They're going to give us till November to get a long-term care insurance plan. That's what created this mess. A lot of, it's rumor that California, for instance, is thinking about doing this without any opt-out at all. They're just going to say, we're passing this bill, and if you don't have long-term care insurance place, you cannot opt out. So I think that's probably the way it's going to go because the insurance companies are going to walk away from the, the, you know, unless the states say you've got to keep your long-term care insurance in place. If Washington State would have just simply done that, then the carriers probably would have stayed in here and they would have wrote the business. But right now they're saying, why would we lose, you know, $600, $800 a head because someone's going to take a policy and then they're just going to cancel because they don't really want it anyway. Now, whether you, (coughs) excuse me, whether you like it or not, I'm going to tell you, people don't like it. Some do, but in Washington state, they voted this down on an advisory vote two to one margin. You know, two thirds of the people said, no, we do not want this, but they went ahead and they passed this law anyway. And it's really just a payroll tax. 
And the reason why the states are doing this because all the states are having the same problem. They are spending more money on Medicaid every single year. It's eating up a bigger portion of their budget. And remember, they split Medicaid with the federal government. And there's one simple reason for this. It's the baby boomers. Baby boomers are people born basically between 1946 and 1964. There's about 70 million baby boomers alive right now. The oldest ones are at 75 today. The youngest ones are at 57. You've got about 10,000 a day entering into retirement. That means you've got the survivors pretty close to 10,000 a day turning 75, which are going to, and it's going to happen for 16 years. And the overwhelming number of people are not prepared and they're going to end up on the Medicaid system and it is taxing the states. And when you got some of these, you know, states that are growing like Colorado and Arizona and Idaho, well, guess what? They need to be spending some of that money on other things like infrastructure and schools and all these other things. And then you have the shrinking states, like think of the Midwest. Well, it's a double whammy for them because the people that are leaving are the younger people in their working careers who's left behind is the older people. They don't have the tax revenue coming in and yet their Medicaid bills are going up year in and year out. So Truthfully, this is just a mess. And so I'm bringing this up because we are the first state, Washington state is the first state to pass this law, but other states are going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to have to do it. They're looking at way to generate ways to generate more revenue to pay for the ever increasing cost because enough people are not going out there and putting plans in place themselves. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to long-term care radio. We will, um, Come back next week with another new show, and you can find out more about us and uh, resources and sign up for our our next coming um, class on the 20th at 525longtermcare.com. We'll be back. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Long-Term Care Radio with certified long-term care planning specialist Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available. If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com.